Things are rolling. You know what else is rolling? Jimmy. See, it was so good it made you sneeze. I don't even get it. Jimmy Rowland? Oh. Okay. I guess it is the 420 episode, so it makes total sense that you have no idea what's going on. I was thinking rolling. Look, rolling. Yeah, 420. Rolling. No, rolling. <laughs> Welcome. We're here. Welcome to the podcast. It's a podcast? Today it's a podcast. What is going on? There's all sorts of references I just don't understand. Well, because it's not a reference. I'm just talking shit. It's funny how you're like, you want me to go along with things, but you don't go along with things. You don't go along with things because you don't like it. I'm not going along because I'm confused. <laughs> See, difference. D- detest. I don't detest you, <laughs> but I've said many times I'm definitely funnier. I don't think that's true. That's because I, n- I allow you to blossom in your humor. No one thinks I'm funnier. No one here likes me more than you. Everyone is like, that's Sam. Look at him and his cool waffle fabric green jacket. These are the things <laughs> I have to do to make people like me on the podcast. Try to try to button that as hard try as you can. To button this <laughs> way too small jacket around my big burly, not so much chest. Well, it's not even. It's not that you bought it and grew out of it. This is something that you purchased because you liked how it looked, I, knowing that it was just, too small. I just hoped that it was going to fit without having a jacket on, because I tried it on wearing another jacket, and I was like, "Yeah, it's tight, but it might be a little loose when I get it home." <laughs> Didn't work out. Didn't work out at all. I'm all sneezy and snotty all of a sudden, and I wasn't at all before we started this podcast. Maybe there's some uh, extra dust and dirt flying around. I can can believe that. That uh, if you look down in that vent over there, there are holes and there's just nature. (laughs) It's just dirt. There's just the earth on the (laughs) other side of that. So the air that comes up through the vents hits the dirt. Before coming up into this room. That's nature's filter. Dirt filter. This house is a disaster. <laughs> so welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast, like I said. Uh, we are a review podcast where we give each other bits of media. We listen to it, watch it, whatever we do with it for about a week or so. And then we review it, talk about it, share it with you. And for once, we didn't do the intro thing, or you didn't do the intro thing. What are you talking about? Where you say your name and I say my name. I thought we did that at the beginning. I thought you we said, hello, that? I'm Sam. Or maybe you didn't. I'm Michelle. People don't care. I'm Sam. <laughs> they, I'm just not used to it not happening. You're, it's like the start of the episode. You're really struggling tonight. With what? everything no you missed the classic intro and it threw me off i didn't miss anything i swear you did it i never do the intro yeah that's right because you don't take the reins exactly you this just is sit you. on back this is for you like i said i'm setting you up <sighs> i am the tea on this tea ball of a podcast well we're not talking about that sam because if we're talking about any form of green we are talking about a different form of green we are talking about the green jacket of the Masters PGA Tour, that beautiful green, which is the true reason I'm wearing this green jacket. Ah, 
Too bad Tiger isn't going to make it. Well, by the time everyone hears this, the Masters are going to be far over. That's very, very true. And today I brought in my own little fog machine. It doesn't last very long, <laughs> but since this is a 420 episode, uh, <laughs> I think it's time to uh, maybe get started in this. Without it is kind of a longer playlist. A, a little bit, but not a lot because the songs aren't super long. So one thing I do want to say, like I said to you previously outside of the podcast nation, is that... I I did struggle a little bit because it was, like I said at the end of the last episode, there was a little bit of confusion. I thought it was going to be my week. It turned out that I miscalculated and you were still okay with the idea of me coming up with a podcast, or I'm sorry, a podcast. I did come up with a podcast. You're welcome. Uh, but come up with a playlist, sorry to you, uh, for all of it and much more, Um Based on 420 <laughs> songs. And what's weird about it is that you and I both aren't people who necessarily seek out weed culture <clears throat> as no. far as like media goes. We're not wearing pot leaves on clothing and no. accessorizing with pot leaves. No. We're not. If someone suggests like a movie or a podcast or something and it's like, yeah, but they're just, they're just stone. They just smoke weed. I don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah. Like that is not something that draws either one of us in. Nope. Uh, in fact, all of my favorite podcast people are quite straight laced. I would say a lot of the people I like, a lot of comedians and stuff are sober. And that's fine. That's fine with me. I don't think that it's... They don't need to be burnt out and dumb like me. They need to be sharp and on point. Well, and I think that's the thing that, like I said, that I struggled with because a lot of times 420 seems pretty... It seems kind of gimmicky. And a lot of people think of like Cheech and Chong and they think of like ridiculous things in movies where people like trip out when that's yeah. never been my personal experience. With uh, the plant. The last time when I was on house arrest and then I toked the reefer for the first time real heavy, I did go into another world. That was like a whole different experience that I've never had. It was a strange one. Like, nah, I wasn't tripping, but I was like... Uh, More paranoid. Uh, like I was just... I was almost miserable at first and I fell asleep. That's no good. That's well, bad. I think we all know things have changed quite a lot since then. <coughs> Look at me now, Mom. I'm all grown up when it comes to Mary Jane. I'm all grown up, Mama. Okay, so again, back to the explanation of putting this together. It just feels like a lot of times the 420 world is a little gimmicky, and it's not really for me. It's just a lifestyle that we live we're not just like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. like it's, it's just a way of life. I don't really know anybody that goes, <laughs> well, we don't know the same people <laughs> apparently, because I know a lot of people who communicate like that. <laughs> well, now that we're back on the same page. I feel like that dog from uh, the, those cartoons, oh, it's like. The, yeah, it's like a hound dog or something. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what that is. Oh. <clears throat> I'm sure Tom is like, it's this, or Anne Marie, maybe my dad. I think his name is Beastly Bob. 
your brother? <laughs> he is quite beastly. He in sure is. Multiple ways. So, one, he's the size of a beast, and two, he's just as hairy as one. That is correct. So typically, at least in the past, when I've put these together, these playlists are about ten songs. That's just kind of a simple number. Keeps it kind of shorter. Uh, just a decent thing to gear towards. This one's a little bit longer because, honestly, it was harder to narrow these songs down, even though I'm not someone who necessarily seeks out uh, things in media because they're about weed. Um, no, and, and and for me, just because, like you said, like a podcast, if it's referenced just because people get stoned on it, just because a song's about weed does, does not mean I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, it actually needs something... I mean, to me, that's just like you're taking your medicine. So, I mean, truly. So, I don't, I don't think that in the same way of it being like, I don't know. Like, I, I just, you, ugh, I don't know. I feel like I've just said the same shit over and okay. over anyway. Well, let's just start this playlist so we can get going with the music. Because, like you said, with the 10... Uh, the ten, the number ten, usually on a playlist, it's a good idea because each song is a different artist. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a little bit more chatter possibilities on each artist. Mm-hmm. So, with however many we've got, what'd you say, fourteen? It's fourteen tracks this yeah. time. Yeah. So, even though it's not something like I said that we typically will seek out, it was something that uh, it turns out that there are a good handful of songs that I like that are about. The subject. So let's go ahead and get started with this. Starting by this is going to be fun. You thought you told me I was struggling <laughs> mentally. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. You are. Yeah. I don't like it. You're very jabby. That's, I'm a jab artist. That's how you like to do things. And you're like, why don't you want to communicate with me? And you're just constantly like, <laughs> let's do this. I'm going to joust this bitch to death. That's what I'm good at. And I'm just like, Ooh. that's why I comedically don't get to shine. I think that's why it also makes me kind of nervous because I feel like you're just like <laughs> glaring at me ready to attack. That I feel like it's, ah! I, for some reason, I feel like nervous and antsy. So you need to calm down. This is a calm down episode. <laughs> Good luck. Just chill. Take deep breaths. I'm doing fantastic. I watched golf all day. A lot of people think that they're one way when everyone else sees them differently. So that makes sense. All right. So our dumbasses are going to get this 420 playlist. You son of a bitch, cat. He's allowed to go where he wants as long as he's not getting into anything. All right. It looks like he's getting into something. There's nothing in there. Hey, wait. (laughs) Get the fuck down. Get down. He's just looking at you like, fuck off. Oh, God. Get down. God, you're so fucking cute. Okay, let's. He's not listening to me, and I can't do anything about it because I'm supposed to be entertaining people, and there's no way any of this has been entertaining so far. There's no possible way it has been. This is pretty bad. So let's move on to the first song, which is much more entertaining than what we've been doing thusly. Here is Sweet Leaf by Black Sabbath. So I know I shared some of the... Excuse me, I was coughing at the beginning. Sorry. I know I shared some (laughs) of... you turn this up a little bit? Boom, there we go. Sorry. Go ahead, my dear. Yeah, won't you listen? I was trying. I understand. It wasn't loud enough. (laughs) All right, so I don't... I don't know what you even remember because I told you one or two dates earlier, but I did write the dates that each of these songs were released. 
Oh, no. And I'd like to give you a ballpark guess and see if you fall within that. Okay, year? Are we talking year? We're talking year of release. Okay. So Sweet Leaf by Black Sabbath, a song that's considered a staple in the Black Sabbath world. When did this come out, Sam? Oh, I get. I thought you were giving me roundabout years. Uh, no, fuck. I just want you to give me a ballpark. Like if it's, it, I have no idea. It counts if it's close. I'm going to be embarrassed now because I'm a Black Sabbath fan and I have no idea what years they did anything. I'm going to say this came out in 1975. A little late. Damn. 73. 1971. One? Yeah, I had no idea when the Black Sabbath. Uh, Time span is. I know Dio was in there in the 80s, I think. That's why I said 75. was empty. I like Ozzy. Was it, I think this was like their second album, wasn't it? This is from. I don't remember. I don't actually have the song in the playlist from the album. I don't know what album this is on. It might have been on Paranoid. I don't know, though. I do know that I saw Ozzy earlier with white hair. And apparently he's coming out with a new album, and it's fucking wild. I remember last album he put out, he said he was like, it keeps me alive. I was more alive in that studio than I was before. So I think now it's literally like... Let's be real, it's Sharon keeping him alive. I mean, financially, yes. (laughs) She keeps him from fucking killing himself. Oh, you mean By being stupid. (laughs) Making poor decisions. But I meant the soul alive, not physically and running into a lawnmower alive. The soul. I think it's a. There's some story when Black Sabbath was signing a record deal. Okay. Where they were sitting on the floor in the record executive's office and they were all just smoking hash. So, the marijuana ran deep within the Black Sabbath, but I know they got into cocaine eventually. Well, they're kind of notorious for being one of the early, if not the the forefathers of stoner rock, right? I mean, in my opinion... Like heavy stoner Most rock. doom metal bands are trying to be Black Sabbath. It sounds like a lot of Black Sabbath riffs going on, and they would consider it the Holy Grail. We're not talking like flowers in her hair type rock and roll music. We're talking actual heavy rock. I'm talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that fog machine again. You remember when I would do this song at uh, Little Charlie's? I do. Oh, was that where it was? I thought you did it at karaoke. I did it at Little Charlie's, and my mom was not happy about it. Real? Oh, why? I thought yeah, you did it's it for a song Pat. about pot. <laughs> or you did it for Dave, for Dead Dave. Did I? I think Pam said, I don't know, do it for Dave. Mm, good. I'm glad I did it for Dave. I guess Dave liked it a lot. I thought it was just because it was weed and Black Sabbath. <laughs> and Dave didn't like weed. Dave followed the law. Wink, wink. Dead man. Is that what we're talking about here? Huh? People following the law on the 420 episode. I was trying to protect a dead man and not tell everyone that he got stoned. Well, I mean, he's technically been baked to ash, so I think there's Is nothing that, that you can really do. Yeah, he's cremated. I don't remember anything. He was cremated. If it doesn't have to do with, like, a movie... You can still run your fingers through him if you want to. Where? Where can I find him? Pam, his wife, his widow. She has a bag? 
of ashes I can run my fingers through? I think so. Aren't there like bits of bone that are left in bags Usually. of ashes? Yeah. Give that little nibble and see what it feels like texture-wise. See if you can find just a little bone to put a little chain through and wear around your neck. Did Keith Richards snort his dad? That's a... It's a myth. From what <laughs> I heard, it's a myth. That is pretty fucking wild. So... I assume you're a fan. Oh, yeah, it's Black Sabbath. I, as a metal rock and roll punk doom dude... I'm not a doom dude, but I like some doom metal. I like how that sounds, no matter what. I'm a doom dude. I'm a doom dude. Uh, It's Black Sabbath. They're the forefathers of it all. Black Sabbath is one of my favorite bands, and that's the era of Sabbath I like. Now, that song is not one of my favorites. There's many Black Sabbath songs that I like more than that that you don't really hear on the radio and stuff like that. But I still love it. It's still good Black Sabbath. I just thought of an... an, ah. Ah! Sorry, it's uh, allergy season, apparently, and I'm dying over here. It sounds like it. I remembered another song by Everclear, because we couldn't, neither one of us could remember yeah, songs remember by Everclear. Too, I was like, yeah, you can hear, I will buy you a What I was thinking is, you can hear the music on the AM radio. It's not good. Yeah, that's not new. You told the cat to not let that be his favorite song. What song? The AM radio. Oh, is that how it began? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, are you sure it was that one? Yeah, you were like, Paul, what's your favorite Everclear song? It better not be that AM radio song. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know what fucking song she's talking about. So I guess I'm following suit with my oh, bad memory and <laughs> fucking things up and making all kinds of mistakes. Let's move along to the next song, Reefer Man by Cab Calloway. Oh, this is a fun one. So I guess that this is from Oh, do I get the guess? Um, the movie International House. Oh, it's a movie. Okay, it's from it's a movie. from a movie, and Cab Calloway does. He has a part in the movie and performs this song in the movie. Well, it's fantastic. Yeah, I and so far. Actually, I'll just say, in general, I've enjoyed this podcast list much more than I thought I would. This playlist is pretty good. There's no real one that's like... Funny. I usually try to get something really funny in there. There's not one that's really ridiculous. You know, like, we had Young Spinach Cum Shot. That was fucking wild. Classic. No Moonshine Bandits. These are all just kind of good songs. This one's fun. Do you remember when I told you earlier that this song came out? No, I don't remember anything. This is uh, the this is song probably that... Ni- I think I remember it's in the... Is it 1932? You got it. Yeah, I did remember. So this is the oldest song that we have, but not by a lot. Okay. Not by many years. Thank you for the hint. Because I know what other song has to be close. It's closer than I thought that it was, honestly. Um, I've got to say, reefer is one of my favorite words... <laughs> For cannabis. I agree. Uh, and lately, cannabis is like my second favorite. Um, it's mainly because I have a, my story is when I my brother first confronted me about starting to smoke weed because he had been doing it for a while. And he confronted me like, hey, you know, I blah, 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 blah. You know, just one brother to brother. We're on the back porch. And all of a sudden, my mom comes out. She goes, well, I was waiting to hear it from the horse's mouth. So it's the same night my mom gets confirmation that her little baby boy is now getting stoned. And my mom's like, I heard you were smoking weed or pot or whatever. And my brother goes, I like to call it reefer. (laughs) And it's been stuck in my head ever since. That's funny. So 
I think it's very fitting because a lot of you know the famous phrase jazz cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. The jazz players loved their marijuanas. And a lot of them uh, who would work it into their songs, they would sometimes use the frame Viper because that was... The frame or phrase? Oh, phrase. Sorry, I okay. scratched my nose. Uh, the phrase Viper. So... It was like a code word? It's just kind of... I don't, I don't know exactly what it means, but it refers to people who would partake. So there were songs where it'd be like the Viper, blah blah blah, or something Vipers. Huh. So it was definitely a way of life for jazz musicians back in the day. So come on down to the Viper Club. <laughs> be the, the Viper Boys. <laughs> the Viper Room. Uh, uh, that's a good song. It's uh. Have you ever met the funny Viper Man? I love that old production style where it's just like one track recording, mm-hmm. and they have to record it like. We put the drums the furthest away, and we put the singer closest to the microphone. Like, that's how we have to mix is alive. And it's just got this tone that I just don't, you just don't hear. Like, I don't even know if you could recreate it anymore without finding that microphone and doing exactly what they did. Yeah, even if you physically set it up, microphones are just better now. Yeah. No, if you set it up the same way, it would sound a thousand times better than that. Mm-hmm. You need like that old ribbon microphone. You know those old like radio looking microphones that are like circles? Mm-hmm. Those are called ribbon microphones and those are really like sensitive and they that's that tone. Old man ribbon. I fucking hate that song. That old <laughs> man ribbon. Ribbon? <laughs> that's what I was saying. Oh, oh, okay, oh. I like that song now. Old microphone ribbon. Sorry, ruined it. Oh, McCondom ribbon. McCondom? It's one ninety nine with the filet of fish. Let's oh, move God. along to the next. I'd have a lot. It's an expensive condom. I, it is true. A dollar ninety nine for a condom. Mm-hmm. Wild. I don't know current condom prices. I'll admit. But it's made out of a fillet of fish. Gross. <sighs> Pre lubed with its own fish grease, dude. For it, the fish, fish grease for the fish. The same thing that may be good for you isn't necessarily the same thing that's good for me. Uh huh. We're everyday people. Different strokes, different folks. Maybe you're not okay with a fish condom. I'm good with a filet of fish condom. Can I just put a minnow on my penis and stick it into you? Because a minnow minnow could fit around my penis. (laughs) And it's technically with the gills, it'd be ribbed for my pleasure. Yeah. (laughs) That's disgusting. There we go. That's called going along with it. And uh, let's move along to the next song, which is another classic Weedhead song. (laughs) Weedhead? Oh, um, oh, those kids are weedheads doing the pot. Goddamn Mary Jane heads. They're doing the pot. Here we go. It's uh, Hits from the Bong by Cypress Hill. Oh, yeah. This... Sample? Do you know what this samples? No. Are you familiar with it? I mean, you know it's familiar, though, right? I'm sure I know. Like I've heard it, but I can't tell you what it's from. Son of a Preacher Band by oh, Dusty Springfield. Okay. I like it. Uh, it. Come along, take a hit from the bomb. <laughs> 
I think this guy's voice is so fucking funny. I enjoy it very much. It's just like, be real. Be Real also had this web series for a while where he would smoke weed with people in in like the back seat of a limo or something like that. It was like in the, the front. It was in the car. It was, the it was like a Rolls. Remember. It was like a Rolls Royce. It's like what they would have rolled around in hot box back in the day on the streets. So he just parks it in his garage, and that's what I they hot box is. It's like designated for hot boxing. Imagine how stale it smells in there. Unless he like gets a, does like. I bet it's like a smell treatment in there or something. I bet it, when people leave, it's all aired out. Maybe it'd be a good idea. Clean before people go in there, or not at all, uh, or it's just nasty. I I found out that I like uh, Cypress Hill a lot more than I realized, and then I looked into Cypress Hill and I found out that they're like they're like known for starting the West Coast style. I was just like, yeah, I can hear it. It's in there. It doesn't have that, like, Bernie Warrell stuff like the Snoop Dogg or the Dre stuff did. Yeah. But it's definitely got, like, this certain California funk flow to it. It's much more mellow. Yes. And the way Be Real raps, just like the way he phrases things, it's completely different from anybody else. It's like Dub C rap, and I like rappers that are, like, their own thing, like... And every rapper is their own thing, but I mean, like, the way they phrase words, and, like, I noticed he's rhyming words that are in the middle of a sentence and then starts the next phrase by finishing that sentence and still rhymes somehow within it. It's very strange. Yeah. Whereas I would write, like, no, the sentence had to end, had to end there mm-hmm. uh, in rhyme. Like, no, dude, it fucking doesn't. Be real, just prove to you that doesn't have to be the case. I do like when people change up that song structure. Yeah. In. Entrance and outro Bongs. with the bong <laughs> And uh, the last two songs haven't even been three minutes long. so uh, It's going much faster than I expected. Ah. Uh, it won't continue that way, but there are, <laughs> what, like, there are like four songs on here that are fewer than three minutes long. Uh, not only is Be Real's voice fun, but the other guy's voice, which I don't know at the moment, it, the guy that's always like insane, no brain. <laughs> His voice is amazing, as well. Let's see, kite press, kite press. It's like Olo, or I can't remember, but I know he's also uh, Send Dog. Send Dog, that's him. Mellow Man Ace. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Send Dog and Be Real. <laughs> but Send Dog for sure. He also does uh, vocals for a metal band called Power Flow. I found out. You didn't, you didn't expect all this Cypress Hill knowledge coming at you, did you? I didn't. Did, I, I assume that you did some... Oh, shit. I keep leaving this out for you to see, and I didn't make you guess what year that came I out. I am not looking, and I'll guess 1990. 1993. Damn. Close. Still, it's in the same time frame. I think yeah. if you're within five years, it still counts. I'm counting it. Yeah. I get myself three points I would, out of ten. If I had enough uh, interest, I would high-five you. If I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the ball. Oh, I'd hammer in the evening. All over this land. 
I'd hammer out danger. I'd hammer out a warning. I'd hammer out love between my brothers and sisters all over this land. If I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning. I'd hammer in the evening. All over this land I'd hammer out danger I'd hammer out a warning I'd hammer out love Between my brothers and sisters All over this land Break. Next song, let's move along To Roll Me Up by Willie Nelson and uh, hootin' good time. As I have written down here, this is uh, a song that a lot of people refer to as. Roll me up and smoke me when I. Die. A lot of t- a lot of people will just call this "Roll Me Up and Smoke and Me When I Die," but it's all it's just "Roll Me Up." Oh, okay. But it'll be referred to as both. Makes sense. Online, from what I see, uh, this has three people who are on this. Three guestaroos. We have someone named Jamie Johnson. I don't know who that is. We have the classic Chris Christopherson, singer-songwriter. Star and Blade. Actor. Uh-huh. And the one and only Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. He can hit some lower notes. I know. When I first heard it, I didn't realize it was him. I just thought it was some dude. So this song, I think it's interesting. It was released on 420. Okay. A uh, year, I will guess. 2009. Within three years again, really? Sam. 2012. Oh, I'm glad I went that. I was going to say 2007 originally. Excuse me, I burped. I would have expected this to come out earlier than it did, but I think certain legalization in certain states probably had to take place before someone like Willie Nelson felt comfortable enough to do something like this. As if everyone didn't fucking know. Yeah, but did, I mean, it was a thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm releasing the single on 420. Fuck and then yeah, bro. The other two songs from the singles from the album were released on Record Store Day. So he made the whole album like a thing. Milestones. Good for him. Last I heard, he doesn't really smoke it anymore, but he's uh, doing edibles. His lungs can't handle anymore. Because I'll say this. Smoking weed is still smoking. Smoking anything is still smoking. Yeah, so it's like, it can't be good for your lungs. That's true. Now, is it as harmful as cigarettes? I don't know. I personally don't think it is, but I am also not a fucking scientist. But... Uh, edibles make sense in that case. Like, I don't see any negative effects of marijuana then. If it's ingested cleanly like that, uh-huh. I mean, that's just a fucking plant. Imagine eating a salad of weed. It tastes awful. Oh, it certainly would. <laughs> but just eating leaves like that isn't yeah. typically how that works. You're supposed to extract what's good about, from it. I'm just thinking about eating nugs. <laughs> what it takes to concentrate it takes a lot to become an oil it takes a lot of flour to become an oil that's why I just eat an eighth down no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> remember when someone we know who's been on this 
episode who would just grind up weed and put them in brownies, and they'd, they'd put, like, stems and everything in it. Uh, I think so. He's been on this podcast a I few know, times. I'm not going to talk shit. No, I'm not saying any names. That's I'm just not really saying. how it works. What are you talking about? It's not really how brownies should work. No, I'm just <laughs> saying that's not how it's done. It's just funny the things that people do when they're younger and think oh. that they know what they're doing, but don't actually you know, know what they're doing. You know what I did when I was younger thinking it would work? Uh, I don't know. Tattooed your foot. I That did work. I smoked banana peels because I read online that it would give you a buzz. Well, another mutual friend of ours smoked paprika and oregano together. I did that as well. <laughs> With them? No. Okay. You guys are just both reading the same oh, <laughs> articles. Wait, does that does the friend you're talking about begin with an N? Yeah, with big ears. <laughs> I probably got it from him. <laughs> uh, well, he didn't recommend it. I picked him up after he did that, and he was just like, "Oh God!" Felt sick. Oh, he said it was awful. I felt sick. You remember that time that I put peppermint in the bong water, and I took a huge hit, and I got like aggressively sick for like a day <laughs> it's just all you could taste oh it was also a lot of peppermint oil I yeah think. i fucked up it'd have been different maybe if it was just like <laughs> one drop i remember back when i first started in high school uh, my buddy and i he made bongs out of water bottles and we were obsessed with blue jungle juice from high school then do you remember my obsession of with blue I jungle do. juice? you wrote a whole entire song about what it does to your body <laughs> That is why I wrote that song. You're right. Drastic change of hue. Look for it. Uh, release December 2023. Uh, That's a long time yeah, from I now. I was giving myself some lenience because it'll never happen. Uh, we put uh, that blue jungle juice in the self-made bong and it tasted fucking awesome. Because <laughs> we were smoking that real like shitty weed, you know? It's like oh, yeah. full of stems. It's like... An eighth is a corner of a bag. You got to break it up. I've always enjoyed like a skittle or two in the mouth before taking a hit. Yeah. It's it's tasty. One of my favorite things about you when we first got together and we started burning together was you, you'd take a hit of something and be like, that tasted like mashed potatoes. I did that for so long. <laughs> and that doesn't happen as much nowadays. It tastes like meatloaf. <laughs> All the time. Those and are both real ones that you have said to mashed me. Mashed potatoes was common. That was very common. But it would be, yeah, and it'd be like different fruits and vegetables <laughs> yeah. and main dishes. Never really desserts. No? I don't think. No. This one tastes like apple pie. Speaking of apple pie. Yeah? Something that is very not American. Uh-huh. Because apple pie from, I think I, I think I read that apple pie is not actually originated in America. I don't think anything is. So, uh, besides hatred for the dark man, also that's not, not true. just that's America. not true at all. Sorry, <laughs> let's move along to the next song to the Jamaican king himself. Oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> I'm so happy. Introduced by to us on a previous podcast episode, and it has stuck. This song, stuck heavy. This song was a, uh, the only thing that you kind of said, like, this song has to be on the list. Uh-huh. This was the only song I was like, hey, this has to be on there. So or I quit. Let's listen to Luton Fire, Sweet Tricones. Yeah! <laughs> 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 Oh, Luton Fire, real name, 
Anthony Martin. I think I've read that. Anthony Martin. Martin? Martin. This song fucking kicks ass. It's been stuck in my head a lot before we even did this. I'm afraid you didn't bring your lyrics in here. To perfection. I love the sweet Jack Combs. I'm really surprised you didn't bring the lyrics in here. They would have benefited you greatly. CB1 to CB2. CB2. I love the way that uh, reggae dudes have this interesting rhythm and interesting uh, vocal pattern. CBD. <laughs> I have begun this mission to find the uh, lyrics for this thing because it's hard to uh, it's hard to understand. He's got his accent, which I'm not used to, and and I'm not used. I'm used to a way more Western way of phrasing vocal patterns. So when it's this, it's way more interesting because it's like this world I'm not used to. He's also from a, I can't remember, it's like Spanish something, Jamaica, where he, it's almost like a Creole type oh, really? accent as well. So there's, or not accent, but uh, language. So there is like an actual so it's an extreme different language that he is in speaking. In their world too? <laughs> yeah, he's more like native in Jamaica, I believe. And the the video for this is hilarious because within the first thirty seconds he is hugging a marijuana plant, and it's fantastic. And it's essentially just him going into a classroom and teaching people the ins and outs because that's what the entire song is about. It's, it is. He's just listing things there's about like weed. Scientific. It's how what I, not. It's how I know what THC stands for all the time. Tetrahydrocannabinol. <laughs> You didn't know that until this Luton fire I did song? not. I mean... I'm acting like I did. Yeah, right? I remember one time a certain friend of ours, he wrote a chemical compound on the board in our teacher's room, our homeroom teacher named Mr. Rob. He wrote a chemical compound on it and challenged Mr. Rob, who was a chemical teacher, to figure out what it was. And I don't remember what happened, but I do know what the chemical compound was. And it was tetrahydrocannabinol. You don't remember what the teacher's reaction was or if he figured it I out? I think he figured it out and he was just like, all right, and just erased it. And, you know, sometimes a teacher has to, like, figure out what battles to even go with. And this certain dude, he can be friendly. He, he was a nice guy, but he was also kind of strictly Catholic. I think he still is. Who? The teacher. Oh, well, the guy who wrote it on the board is a likable dude. And has also been a guest on this podcast. Is he the same person that we've been talking about over and over again? No. No. Okay. He's a rare guest on this podcast. Okay. But he's been a long time listener. Okay. That's enough clues. Okay. (laughs) That works for me. Sweet Jack Combs. That song hit so good that I sent... Kirk brought Luton Fire to us and we listened to that song, Weed Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I looked up Luton Fire later and found that sweet trichomes thing and lost my shit about it and said it to Kirk. And then he wrote back, sweet trichomes. I also like Spliff Tail. Oh, yeah. Spliff Tail. So, Sam. Yeah. What year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I praise Ja. Uh, what year did 
We tried combs come out. Mm, it was I not actually Sweet released Tron, on an album. It was released on like a mix. Yeah, various artists. I believe album. Sweet Try Combs came out in 2018. Close. 17. One more. 16. There you Damn go. Damn it! That was gonna. What I was gonna say. Fuck. I I. But you didn't. I have looked a, a lot. I watched a live performance of this, just trying to figure out more of the lyrics, and I'm like 80 percent there. Well, I'm thinking about emailing his manager and just asking him to send me the lyrics. Let's move on to the next person who is known for his love of the reefer with oh, the he? song Mary Jane. Here is Rick James. He had the Mary Jane girls, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Uh, by the way, thank you for putting two songs I absolutely love back to back. <laughs> one, Come here, baby. Once Sweet Trichomes gets done and all of a sudden I hear that... I'm... <laughs> Dancing my little took us off. So, so far, uh, to my knowledge, at least what I could see, Roll Me Up by Willie Nelson and Mary Jane are the only two songs that have actually been singles. Oh, okay. This was the second single from his debut album. Oh, really? Yes. The album cover of this is fucking hysterical. Where he's like, he's got a guitar for some reason, even though I thought he was the bass player. He's like pointing to a lady. Yeah, and he's got no shirt on, and she's all he has sexified. A, or does he have like part a of a shirt on? A vest. I think it's it's something. I don't know what's going on, but it's not. It's gorgeous. It doesn't look good. It's beautiful. And these enormous boots with like angel wings or whatever <laughs> on the top of them. It's insane. Sam, what year did this come out? I'm gonna I'll say. Give you a hint. It was in the 1900s. Thank you. I'm gonna say this song came out in 1972. Not as close. You're not within five years. Damn it. 1978. Ring-a-ding-ding-ding. Oh, really? Fuck. I'm trying... uh, I can't think of anything that would be appropriate. There you go. That probably sounds good to hear two songs playing on top of each other, huh? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That was a fucking mess. (laughs) It ruined this song. (laughs) Well, we're back. It's I love this song, by the way. This is a really good uh, song. There are many Rick James songs that we both fucking love. It's funny because Kirk also was the person who essentially introduced Rick James to me because he introduced Rick James to you and then you passed it on to me. Because I remember when you brought it up, you were like, Rick James. And I was like, what? Because I just thought of him from that Dave Chappelle <laughs> yeah. skit. And then you're like, no, it's actually... It's amazing? It's, and then, yeah, <laughs> Rick James is very good. Was very good. It's Rick James' greatest hits. It's one of the best greatest hits I've ever... Very good. Uh, I've ever touched. <laughs> what is... It's very good. It's a spicy meatball, I believe, is oh. what, you know, philosophers say. Italian chefs say. Eh, whatever. This is amazing. I love this hi-hat. How about that Rick James guitar? Oh, I love that. I trust you. We used the middle finger. We I know, but I forgot time. it happened, and I was playing the drums with my hands, so I didn't know what was going on. Uh, whenever that part came up, if I was at work or I was driving, it was like, oh, Sam's playing the hi-hats. Here we go. You, uh, you, oh, Fog Machine, you do have a hard time uh, not breaking out into air instruments. My brother has the same affliction. Uh, he claims only, to be one of the best. The, the only difference is I'm playing realistic. <laughs> Burn. When I'm playing the bass line, I'm playing the bass line. You're slapping the bass? I'm a slapping the bass. 
Uh, I love the flute in this song. You know I love a fucking flute in my music. You do love a fucking flute. Uh, I do love a flautist. You should be a bigger Lizzo fan than you are. If I could let down my barrier of uh, urban music, maybe I could. I mean, you did constantly make me reference her song. If I forgot to, oh. when things would happen. What was that? I forgot. In the goddess house. <laughs> uh, references are fun, aren't they? They sure are. That's a big part of our relationship. <laughs> media references. That's why we have a media-based podcast. Because this is how we communicate. Some fantastic stuff. Oh no! <laughs> you didn't have to yell. <laughs> I reacted. See, I was right back like nothing even happened. <laughs> Jeez. Pardon my allergies. Sorry. I sneeze. Your, your hat must be filled with asbestos. That's what they it's make those out of. with bees. With bees? The bees knees. Sticking bees in your head? No, just in the hat. This is one of those songs that uh, he probably could have cut about 15 seconds off at the end. It's a five-minute song. It It jams out, but it's a little extensive. I would say so. I understand what he's doing. Yeah, but he should have known that years later, two idiots with microphones were going to talk about it on a podcast. And needed how many years to cut it short? Yeah, four. You must be really uh, bad with numbers. I mean, I know your memory is bad with some things, but numbers in particular. My, we did already discuss my mind this. is still sharp. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> But, but my, my body, body. <laughs> my body's telling me yes. <laughs> telling me yes. That's classic. Good stuff. Oh. I've never heard I that song in my fucking life. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Is that Kelly? R? It sure is. It's Robert Kelly. A fucking creep. It's it's tough, man. Like is I'm he saying, in jail right now? He's been in jail for a while. Good. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. That doesn't mean Bump and Grind wasn't a good song. Yeah, I didn't like it before we found out he was a a monster. So well, I was I was on the right side of history. Always is what I'm trying to tell everyone. <laughs> you might want to ask your ancestors like- about that. <laughs> we have one more song that we're going to listen to before we take a break. Here we go with the classic Rainy Day Women number 2 and 35 by Bobby Dylan. Um, I had no idea that this song was not called Everybody Must Get Stoned. I, I think that's like, a common thing. Yeah. Will we say the name again? Rainy Day Women, number 12 and 35. That's not the name of this song. I don't know what the fuck Bob Dylan was doing. I'm gonna make a song. That's the worst Bob Dylan impression anyone's ever done. It's not that bad. I mean, it's not great. I think I can do better. (laughs) What in the world? This is Bob Dylan. It's, it's almost like you were imploding. I was on purpose. We just heard you worse. implode. Uh, 
This was also uh, a single. Uh, I can hear. I uh, I believe that. I hear it on the radio at work, and then okay. I always go, "For shame, for shame." It was. I think the album was originally going to be called "Everybody Must Get Stoned," but for marketing Woo! purposes, they decided not to do that, so it could be sold. That's far too racy, Mister Dylan. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's almost as racy as putting down your acoustic guitar and picking up an electric one. It's not as racy as a soy bomb. <laughs> That's one of my favorite <laughs> moments in history. I watched that live and I was so confused. Oh, I did too. I didn't know if it was like a stunt. I watched it with my mom. It was hilarious. So, Sam, when did this uh, song come out? I'm going to say this one came out in like 1966. That's a fantastic guess. Really? Yeah, that's a that's Was that right on? Beep, beep, beep. God damn it. Uh, this song, for some reason, makes me feel nothing. I don't hate it, and I don't like it. I have no opinion on this song. Just completely neutral? I'm the most neutral on any song I think I've ever heard on this song. Are you the most song you've ever heard on the list, you mean? Or? Of all time. Oh. I... I, just, I don't know. Well, something I read, and I don't know if it's true, is that it's supposed to kind of seem like a crazy circus of people who smoke that wacky weed. Sounds That's like kind it. of the, the idea behind the sound. We all need to use neti pots is what it sounds like. gonna flush out your... <laughs> You sound like you have an infection. You guys have any more ham? I like mustard on my cereal. We gotta go pick up cat litter. I don't sound like Bob Dylan anymore at all. I almost sound like Jerry Seinfeld. You absolutely do. Hey, charge, Larry. Charge, Larry. Charge, Larry. What it sounded like, Charge Larry. Oh, my name's Charge Larry. Yeah, I don't know what it is about this song. It sounds very New Orleansy, though. I'll tell you that. I can hear it at work, and I just go, "Huh, that song exists." Strange. I was kind of curious what your opinion about this song was. It's like I could take it or leave it. I just don't. If it doesn't. Usually, a song either annoys me. Or I'm like, yeah, that dig I'm digging it. This is literally just like... This is... I, I'm a wall. Nothing's happening. You want to hear my true Bob Dylan impression? Please. Lay across my big brass bed. Have you ever heard that song? No, I have not. Oh, your mind is going to be blown. This is, is it like some crooner Bob Dylan song? It is odd. It is like nothing else that he ever does. <laughs> lay, lay, lay. Lay, lay, lay. lay across my big brass bed. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's some Lay Lady Lay. Is this what we're going to break on? No. This is just a little. A little oh, I've heard this. Lay, lay, lay. I know this song. Didn't know it was Bob Dylan. I might have. Hold on, let me hear. Lay, 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 lay. 
I definitely never thought this was Bob Dylan. This sounds like uh, like almost like a... I don't know what Jim Croce... A rapist? I don't know what Jim Croce really sounds no, like. No, that does not sound like Jim Croce. But uh, the name Jim Croce sounds like that's who should sing that song. And that is uh, not how Jim Croce who sings, do. Who sings... Uh, through the desert on a horse with no name. Is that America? That's who it sounds like it should be. Yeah, it's America. In the desert. That kind of guy. That's who that sounds like. That, that doesn't sound sense. like Bobby D. Well, we're going to go to break on a song that uh, I did Bye. not want to put in the actual oh, okay. list, but I thought it was important to at least... Honorable mention, as Mojo would say. Uh, it's not something that I even like. It's because I got high by Afro Man. Oh, yeah. But it's just one of those songs that I was not like this song. big when we were growing up. Yeah. Well, hey, I spared you from making you listen Thank to you. it on the list. Thank so. you. I do not like this song. I have a specific memory of complaining about this song leaving a Godsmack concert. It was playing after the show, and I was like, oh, I hate this song. <laughs> this is before I got high, too. So it was like irritating me on two levels. Like, I don't like this fucking music and goddamn stoners. I just always thought that this was definitely the worst Afro Man song, and everyone loved it. And I was just like, meh. And it was in that James Silent Bob Strikes Back movie. The movie was way better than this song, but uh, we'll be back. Baby, back. But I got high. Sweet track on. I'm taking it next semester, and I know why. Ironically, Ironically, I care about everything. Did you know that he did a redid a version of this? No. Hand me that. In two thousand and fourteen. Okay. This is the positive remix. He's still releasing albums and touring and shit. Oh, I know. I know people that book him. He went on an ICP tour for a while. He did? Mm-hmm. He's my brother then. Around this time, I think. Oh. He's my bro then. We're ICP bros. That ICP tour was one of the best things of my life. It's a good show. Uh, I know people that book Afro Man and have heard one hilarious story where he was promoted for this show in Illinois and then he wasn't responding to some messages and then finally the day of the show, the promoter sends him a message like, hey, how am I... I got some Colt 45 coming for the show, especially, you know, because of you. And then he says, what show? <laughs> the, the promoter from Illinois had to be like, the show I paid you for like six months ago. And he's That's like, I didn't get that money. And he's like, I sent it to this place. And it was like one of those Walmart money transfer places. And he's like, oh, well, I'll go down to that Walmart and see if they got it. Afro man drives to the Walmart, finds the money deposit says okay you got a show 
packs up all his shit and drives to Illinois from where he was in Ohio, I believe. And uh, last minute played a show that. Wow. If he wouldn't have read that message about Colt 45, there would have been a whole room full of people like, where's Afro Man? Where is Afro Man? I'm glad that worked out for everyone. <laughs> yeah. And for him. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's good that he didn't book something else. <laughs> right? I didn't even think of that. <laughs> That's Which wild. I assume he wasn't the one actually booking stuff. He just no, forgot. No, it's him. He's always he's easily bookable. He's not like a he's a big he's a bigger name, but he's he was never really a big name. Exactly, he had though. that like one big hit. He was a gimmicky two, guy, and then he was a gimmick guy. Yeah, and then he's a uh, I think it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Eat it. Eat it. You know what's disgusting? Me most of the time. Oh, I was just going to say the fact that I have snot that won't stop. Oh, yeah. Because of allergies, I apologize. You are all allergized up. I'm like a, I'm jazzercise and allergizing. Sorry, it sucks. Allergies suck. Being sniffly fucking sucks because you're just like. Because of the air that you breathe. Oh, right? All the it is is a reaction is to the air you. that you breathe. Well, that just means there's that much shit that could irritate you there are that many irritants oh, all the shit you actually just get in your body that you don't need but mm. it's in there it's just whether or not you're mm-hmm. reacting to it yeah I call i'm it, just a pussy and i react I to it, everything uh, i call it body shop dust and a uh, clear coat and base coat Mm-mm, getting those lumps. i have been uh getting sick much less since i have been working from home and staying away from people I'm sure but no, do you I'm think your sure. immune system's down that if you went out you have a potential to get sick no, not necessarily, because we never stopped going out to eat and stuff during That's the pandemic. True. We were just safe. Yeah, safe. I mean, you touch everything and pick your nose. I don't think that ever stopped. Nope. Ugh, let's move <sighs> along to the next song that we have on the list. This is a little song that uh, I like to play for the ladies out there. It's called Legalize It by... <laughs> Now I'm not fixing that one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't push the button. That was my bad. Legalize it by Peter Tosh. <laughs> so Peter Tosh was a member of the Whalers, as in Oh, he was? Bob Marley and the Whalers. I didn't know that. And this was his debut album after oh, leaving the band. That's fucking cool. I didn't know that. Do you know this little fact? Why why this song is also in our life? Why is that? The same reason that Rick James and uh, Luton Fire is in our life. I have said so many times that out of your friends, <laughs> that Kirk is the person who musically, I think I line up with the most. Uh, yeah, absolutely. For sure. It goes like this. Out of the top three friends that, well, I'm not including Adam just because he's not around all the time, but the three, three friends I see the most. Okay. Oh, Adam, yeah, Kent, and Zach. Zach's in the group no, now. I just said Adam, Kent, and Zach. Kirk, Kent, and Zach. Correct. Your musical taste definitely line up. Kirk, number one. Zach, number two. Kent, number three. I think Kent is more open to things than Zach is. But I think Zach and I have a lot in common musically. I think you have Sometimes. A- yeah. Nah. But he also likes like Sam Cooke and shit. Like, there are things. Kent? Oh, I was saying Zach. Kent likes Sam Cooke. Yeah, because of Zach. <laughs> you think that's so? It doesn't matter. He still likes some... it. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think Kent is more open to things. 
Absolutely. He's more I'm, open to friend suggestions. I'm He's the, more willing to go to concerts with people he doesn't know as long sure. as he can hang out with friends. I'm the biggest curmudgeon out of anybody. It's true. Yeah. It's good to be on top. <laughs> Uh, I've loved this song for a good while, and I would love to take a guess when it came out. Uh, that was what I was getting ready to ask. Sam, when did this album song this situation is, get released? very hard for me to figure out. I have no clue. I'm going Can to I give you a, a hint? Is it a big hint? I don't want any decade, no. No, 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 I wouldn't do that. Okay. It. I think, from my opinion, this song sounds older than it actually is. Okay. Doesn't mean it's not old, All right, but well. it sounds older than it is to me. Okay. I don't know if that helps well, you at all. I swayed my decision. Did I? It, dude, it came out in 1992. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, now if you chime in, I'm gonna say 1981. Are you? Is that is that your final yeah. answer? No. Okay, 1976 was my original guess. That, that's the correct answer. It's the correct answer. Yeah, it is. Well, then I'm counting it as a correct guess. I don't do. I didn't. I didn't want to throw you off. I was just trying to. I think it sounds like a song that came out in the 60s. Oh, really? Like like uh, late 60s. I think it's got that uh, lower production value than Bob Marley sound because Bob Marley probably had more financial backing, a little more marketable. Well, Bob Marley was in the 60s, too. Yes, so. So I think this is just, I think it's a lower recording quality because there probably wasn't the production value behind it that they would have on Bob Marley. So that's why I was thinking. I bet it's like mid-70s. It's just they could only pay for late 50s technology. I like his voice. And I like how he's like, size it. Legalize it. Me too. What He's is so he mellow. I would love to know what he did in the Whalers. If he played guitar, if he was just like a backup singer. I don't know if the Whalers had backup singers. I don't know anything about the Whalers besides Bob Marley. This song is so funny when he's just saying things like, but he did. Does he like goats play with it or something? So he was a core member of the band, the Whalers. He was a Rastafari man from Jamaica. I believe that's exactly how that's pronounced. Exactly. Don't love to play with me. Guitar, vocals, keyboards, melodica, percussion, Shit. drums, violin. So he did it all. He's a roundabout musical man. Uh, the song is going to be over soon, so I'm nervous and keep trying to go back and forth, but I'm also trying to... I don't need any more info about him. Yeah. Oh, I was just curious. Of, I was trying to figure out what he actually did when he was in the Whalers because he played that many instruments. I was curious of what it was that he actually specifically uh, did in that band. Take a guess that kind of like Parliament, your instruments might shift in the Whalers. Hey, you play guitar on this one. Hey, you play keyboard on this one. Hey, you get to play a fucking drum on this one. So Peter Tosh is not his real name. What's his real name? He was born... Daniel Tosh? Ha 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 He was born Winston Hubert McIntosh. Winston Hubert McIntosh. He died on September 11th, 1987. Oh, wow. He was not very old. No. He would have been 43... No, he would have been 42. Damn. Um, I'm st- still... Birds eat it. So, yeah, he changed his name, but it says that he was also... 
he was a self-taught guitarist and keyboardist. It's really, I wish that, uh, I think I'm good on Peter Tosh if I don't need any more. Okay, but... I don't know why you're trying to give me the whole encyclopedic background of Peter Todd right now. It's about knowing what he actually played in the Whalers. It seems really All sketchy. It. But it did say that he taught Bob Marley how to play guitar, so I'll God end with damn that. right. I think that that's Winston to end. Menegrade Macintosh himself. Was that, that was middle name right? Menegrade? Menegrade? <laughs> no, that was not correct. It was oh. His last name was Macintosh. I got Macintosh, right? His first name was Winston. I got Winston right. And I got whatever that other M word that I said was that I can't remember. Do you think it was M? <laughs> no, it was I Hubert. Don't. Hubert, that's it. All right, we're going to uh, take a trip on a train to the next song. Choo choo to Don't Step on the Grass, Sam okay. by Steppenwolf. This song, I definitely feel uh, a little attacked. Can you turn it up, or is it fading it's in? It's fading ah. in. Well, first of all, they're not talking about you. Yeah, they are. They're talking about Uncle Sam. and One the, guy named Sam in this world, and he's sitting right here. That's talking about the rules and the regulations and the restrictions placed on a, just a plant that so many people want. By Steppenwolf, right? This is by Steppenwolf. Fuck yeah. I don't know if I said that or not, so thank you. With this, uh... I think this was their debut album maybe it was their second release this was on the same album as magic carpet ride but it was not a screen that's what i was gonna say or not a these are the guys that single magic carpet ride right yes it's got that voice that's definitely the magic carpet ride yet there's also they did born to be wild as you said yeah one of the creepiest song. songs in the world i don't like it i mean it's not a bad song but it's, just, it's always creeped me it out. It has a creepy vibe. That song and uh, get your uh what else? Always get on George, there's a George Thurgood song that always weirded me out. When I was a kid, and I don't remember why, but "Natural Woman" by Aretha Franklin creeped me out for a long time, and that, I understand that, that. I totally lost that. And then there are songs that I heard like after my aunt's funeral we got in the car and the radio was on so then i immediately associated that song with my dead relative (laughs) sam hi don't step on the grass also what year did this come out by steppenwolf i'm gonna say 1967 very close, 1968. Damn. Damn! Damn! So it's very possible that it was recorded in 1977. I'm sorry, Could 67. Be. So uh, you're Could you're be. good. When it comes around with the chorus next time, we definitely gotta we gotta give it a little listen. If I were a baseball player, I'd pat you on the bottom. Okay. Because you did a good job, boy. Here Thanks. you go. I love it. Yeah. Evil, wicked, mean, and nasty. <laughs> I like. I just like this guy's voice. I love this part too. Disagree with me. There's just something about this dude's voice that just seems like he's just a, a regular dude who's like half corked on stage, like synthesizer sound. <laughs> Very heavily synthesized. That, synthesized. Like, Organ synthesizer. That's a straight up fucking organ. That is an organ. Organ synthesizer. They can be made to sound similar. That's like Robbie Krieger 
from the doors style organ shit going on there. This isn't Bernie Warrell type stuff. You need to calm your two down. This is, this is the blues. So you are you inspired to listen to any more stuff of Wolf after this? Uh, if they're gonna co- talk about me uh, more and more, yes. Is there a song called "Hey Sam, You're a Cool Guy"? Not on this playlist. <laughs> Not on any playlist I plan on putting together. Um, I don't think I'll be listening to more Steppenwolf, but I do like the Steppenwolf tone. I do like his voice. I don't like Born to Be Wild, and I think I don't like Born to Be Wild because it's always been associated with things that have found like douchish. Douchish? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was rough. <laughs> I was trying out a new phrase. Douchish. Douchish. Douchey. Douchish clay. Like motorcycles and leather and stuff. Now, like. I don't hate people that ride motorcycles, and I understand the leather is there to protect them when they fall. And you love leather daddies. It's just always been, yes. It's just always had this, like, weird vibe to it. That, that's It's like we're in, a, in an adult club, and we're tough and cool, and you better respect us. And it's just like, leave me alone. <laughs> they'll do things like, this is our bar. If you're not associated, then you associate yeah. your ass out the door. You associate your ass at the door. Don't step on the grass. The best one is uh, coming up here. Don't be such an ass, Sam. I'm sorry. You wouldn't put those regulations in place. Regulations are fine for things that, that actually kill people. I can't wait to run for president. I'm pretty sure that your arrest record and your actual uh, record that exists, I'm a nice your charges, guy. <laughs> might, <laughs> might put a stop to something. I'm a good guy. I'll fight for you. Listen up, America. Are you tired of the Republicans and the Dems telling you how to live your life? Well, me too. So let me tell you how to live your life. Vote Sam. Hi, my name's Sandy, and if you're tired of the repubes and the dumbs, then uh, you need to get on my side, because, baby, I'll make you pancakes. Hi, I'm Sam. Don't listen to that, bitch. Vote for me, Sam. Hey, my name's Daryl. Fuck Daryl. Vote Sam. You can fuck me, because I support oh, everybody. Now that everybody can fuck Daryl, Daryl's definitely going to win presidency. That's the key to being president, is just fuck and suck everyone. <laughs> I can't disagree with that. Uh, everybody gets their turn on the Man, uh, hand me your baby. carpet ride. I said I fucking suck everybody. <laughs> I got dark. Do, 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 do. I have such a tickle in my throat, I probably inhaled a hair. There's always animal hair everywhere. Michelle inhaled a hair. Probably just tickling my throat back there dancing on my uvula. So she put some whiskey on it. <laughs> With some Dr. Pepper. <laughs> uh, there's nothing that tastes better than alcoholic, uh, what, cough syrup? Isn't people... <laughs> it's basically, yeah, I can see that flavor combo going. It's very cherry. Very cherry. And also, let's move along to the next song, which has nothing to do with cherries. Pass the Duchy by Musical Youth. (laughs) This generation (laughs) rules 
with version. So you said that you have enjoyed this song more? I had no idea that I loved this fucking song. <laughs> All right, so this is when I had to start using actual screenshots because things became too extensive for gotcha. me to, to write down. Okay. Okay. So this song takes it samples the beginning with the word slightly altered from someone named Uroy. And then Give Me the Music by U Brown and Pass the Coochie, or the two songs that are actually sampled in the song. Okay. So I guess this wasn't just like them doing a cover, it was them pretty much just ripping it off. Oh. That's fine. This is better than the versions I've heard. So Coochie is slang for a cannabis pipe. Fuck yeah. Pass the Doochie is uh, using a term for a Dutch oven, which is a type of cooking pot. It's still a pot. Yeah. It, it, it still means past so the fucking weed. Even though they're claiming that they removed all of the references of weed, because it would normally be, how does it feel when you got no herb? Yeah. Uh, I did originally want to add that version, but it just isn't as catchy as no, this one. No, This is just a better song. It's a better song. And I still take it as a song about weed. Well, and it says that everyone has always thought of it as a reference to yeah. weed. So no matter what they tried to remove from it to make it seem like it wasn't supposed they, to be associated with that, it's clearly a song that was written for that purpose. Yes, they did it. They were having it both ways. They were going, no, it's not about that. I swear it's not about that. There's nothing in the lyric sheet to tell you that that's what it's about. Well, in musical youth, we're kids, but. And then, but then. Come on. But then they're also going, well, yeah, that's what it's about. That's all the, fuck, the whole fucking point. Stoners are going to be like, yeah, I like this part. I love this kid. He sounds like a total child. He definitely, but I love the fucking tone of his voice. I never looked up how old they actually are, but do you know a relative time frame of when you think that you... When this came when out? The, well, not when you released this, but when they released this. I think this came out in 1987. Five years exactly, 1982. Damn it. Damn it. So it's older than me. I thought I was alive for it. Yes, even though they're kids, they're uh, not kids anymore. And I think there's a version of musical youth that still exists, but I think <laughs> it's two members. Do you want to check that out real quick? Absolutely. I think that that is worth taking a listen to because come on. This album came out, it looks like the most recent I album. Say, I need the most recent, yes. That came out, at least on this platform, is. 2020 beautiful when reggae I was expecting 2016 so even better when reggae was king it looks like it's just two members now it, okay from let's see the one, one better be that kid and it better be the same voice five members to two let's <laughs> listen to <laughs> i can't believe this is even here it's the first track past the duchy 21 no way Yeah. 
Is it just a cover? Is what it sounds like? So, so, is this the only song? I want. Here we go. Okay, so it's just bland? Yeah. Gotcha. Definitely not the magic of past the duchy. No, not at all. Definitely not the magic of being 12. That lost its glean. Yeah, they had their uh, one hit pony. I think that's what they say. Oh, that's exactly what everyone calls it, a one-hit pony. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's how that goes. You just hit the pony one time, it's done. Beating that dead pony. Yeah, there are relative ways to get there, but we did. Um, they say a pony a day keeps the doctor away. Uh-huh. They say... A fist don't ever in the face look a gift keeps the donkey punch. in the grace. <laughs> don't ever look a gift pony in the mouth that actually kind of worked i think it's uh huh beans beans magical, <laughs> magical fruit. fruit the more you eat the more you pony <laughs> <laughs> all right this is the longest song on this list let's listen to tool oh yeah which is what we've done recently here the pot <laughs> the, the pot I must say that this this song really this makes the 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 vibe of the playlist take a dive. The whole song or just the beginning? Just the whole vibe of the song. I do have to say though, the bass tone on this fucking song, this guy's bass tone is one of the top bass tones I've ever heard in my fucking life. I think that the beginning part here where he's singing is lame as hell. His voice is different. This is what now. I don't like about him. Yeah. It's like even I don't know, it's even more like I don't know how to say it. But this bass tone doesn't matter. I don't even hear Maynard singing. I guess <laughs> this was a single. Did you know yeah, this? I've heard this song. I didn't know this. It was off their fourth album. I think we recently did their was it their second? We did their second album, Undertow. So okay. this is off of 10,000 Days, I believe. Yes. Do you know when this came out? Uh, I'm Let's get this out of the way. Yes, 2013. Oh, no. Go back. Nine? Back. Four? No. Six. Uh, huh. This bass tone right here. It's so fucking good. I don't think it's a bad song at all. No, I like and the I song. I think as the song goes on, it gets better. At um, the beginning, it's just weak as hell for me. I don't mind it. I just think Maynard's... You know my favorite Maynard is angry, screamy. Everything that's my favorite is screamy, edgy, and distorted sounding, so... Interesting enough, I don't. I didn't see any sort of placement on the main Billboard chart, which is odd to me. But as far as the Billboard mainstream rock chart, this was number one. I Not didn't surprised. know it. Tool is a big fucking deal in the rock world. They are, but I've never heard this song before, so I'm really surprised because I was listening to <laughs> music like this. This is a year before we started hanging out. Oh, okay. So um, I'm just surprised that it just never crossed my path. I don't know. I, or I just really don't remember it. I knew this because I hadn't really fallen off on Tool yet. This is kind of the album where I 
start to start to fall off. But I would almost, I should almost take re-listens to this because I like this song. Yeah, it's not a bad song. Um, it, it jams, it grooves. Because I liked Anima, which is the third album. I like and it, the and it starts four songs from that into this kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. But we, I've said it before. Said it on that last Tool episode. My favorite Tool is Opiate and Undertow. It's that early Opiate's the first one, sound. right? Opiate's the very first one. Raw, more raw, you know, like raw, raw. <laughs> But I don't not I, I like this song. And that. I like that scream. I do I will give Maynard this. While I'm not preferring the tone of his voice, I think he has way more vocal control on this album than he did on Undertow. Undertow it seems like it's either wimpy little boy or it's I This one he's like Singing, singing. In general, it seems like he got vocal lessons yeah. a long time and learned how to because he has a very strong voice, but he's not like like he's not yeah. doing that like growly thing. He's not doing tricks to get to the note that yeah. isn't necessarily correct. Where I think he was not hitting the note as much on the first two albums, well, where over time he- I think. I think he got better. Yeah, or if he was hitting the notes on those first ones, it's like you could almost hit a note just by putting distortion into it and get to it. You know, like I can just get there. Where okay, he, it's not that he didn't have it at all, but yeah. you can hear this is like cleaner. It get better over time. Yeah. It does sound like he has more control Absolutely. and he's losing or using what he has correctly because it sounds like he's what he has that's powerful. He doesn't lose at all like some people lose over time. Yeah. I think he is one of those dudes that eventually became, no, when I'm into something, I am perfecting it. It's just like he's into martial arts, like jujitsu. I think he's really good at that. I think he's one of those dudes that became. Are we allowed I'm to use that word anymore? Is the jujitsu? <laughs> <laughs> just curious. The, the, uh, the rabbis are not happy about it. The rabbi goes. That'd be amazing if jujitsu was literally created by a sect of rabbis that like held themselves into a temple. And we have to protect ourselves. <laughs> so we taught ourselves the martial art of jujitsu. <laughs> I like it. Uh, that bass tone. The tone is so sounds really good. good. Yeah. <laughs> I think the bass is the star of this song, and I think the guitar player knows it. And Adam, or not Adam Jones, Danny Carey on drums. He's just, he's just good at. And you gotta change it up every once in a while. Who? Anyone. You can't just always have one person the star of an entire oh. band the entire time, even if they are better than everyone. Like, yeah. if if the, you know, everyone needs their time to kind of jam. You guys would do that, like between you and Kent Hiltz, or like. Zach, not Zach. Why did I say Zach? Adam, <laughs> because he replaced Adam. <laughs> not replaced, but Adam's never around. Oh, and Zach always is. So that's why I accidentally. Yeah, said I don't Zach like Adam, Adam anymore. Only Zach. I want to see Adam. I do too. I want to play music with Adam again. Just nothing has been planned. We I'm, need at least just to, to at least start with dinner. Or I'm some this shit. close to Corpusside reunion. <laughs> he's the only one who you might have to twist the arm of, right? I think he's. 
I think he's the only one. Because I'm not saying as the band get together and write songs. I'm saying get together and play a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured. I think Kirk would definitely love to get together as a full band again. And try and write songs and try and do it all again. I think Kent would be. I think Kent would also want to do that now because he's actually got the time again. He would, but I think that he hasn't done it in so long that he'd also be a little like nervous about it too. He would be nervous, but I think he's got the mentality nowadays or he could really It's like towards the end of Corpuside, he was like exercising and by the end of Corpuside, his scream was like fucking stellar. I mean he was yeah. screaming like how Almost do you do it? Full 60 second long screams that sounded good. How do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. It. I Part of me does like go like, oh, we're in our mid-30s now. I'm sober. We might actually be able to do this. <laughs> but you know how I am lately with anything that takes commitment. I end up hating it real fast. Unless it's something that you can get into kind of your own thing. My own time. Mm-hmm. That's why the golf obsession is okay because I can do it, and, and I'm already complaining about my golf lessons. <laughs> well, that's just the quality. No, he's getting some breakthroughs lately, but I mean, the it's, it's the scheduling. I hate being on a fucking schedule. Makes sense. We have three more songs, so we can get through with this and be over with. Let's get to another one of the short songs that are not. Quite three minutes. This is the last one. When I get low, I get high by Ella Fitzgerald. This is a very fun one. The intro of this song is very cool. Ooh. Also, old classic jazz. And a very old song for you to tell from the style or the sound. Do you want to go ahead and guess? Or do you want to well, give it a 1932 second? 1932 earlier was the oldest song you said? By Cab Calloway. And I'm going to say this is from 1936. So close, 1937. Damn. Right in the same. You're right there. So it's this, definitely in the 30s. So this is is this is Ella Fitzgerald with Chick Webb and his orchestra. Okay. So I found out I didn't know that this was a whole thing. Uh, like, really? It's a whole thing? Explain. Yeah. So Chick Webb. Uh, let's see. He was one of four children. When he was an infant, he fell down some stair steps in his family's home, crushing several vertebrae and requiring surgery from which he never regained full mobility. Okay. He uh, eventually got tuberculosis of the spine, so he was short and badly deformed. It uh, made him appear hunchbacked. All right. So the idea of playing an instrument was an idea of, of his doctors to allow him to loosen up his bones. Okay. So he uh, started playing, and it, lo- it says here that he first played professionally at age 11. I actually saved a picture. There's Chick Webb. He lived only to be 34 years old. It says here that... Uh, Chick Webb. Did it help his body? Well, it did, but I guess it said that he started getting sick in 1938, but he didn't want to give up touring, so his band could keep going during the Great Depression. So he, like, pushed himself, even though it was tough, but then he uh, was hospitalized. Well, no, he he would pass out from physical exhaustion. Really? So then he had an operation, and he died from pot disease. Pot disease? In 1939. If you look at pictures of this guy, he standing next to like a hi hat stand. He is definitely got a, a deformed looking body. 
of him I mean, with his full body. Man, he looks like a child, and he looks uncomfortable. Look, he's behind those old classic drums where they've got like uh, blocks mm-hmm. on the center, and it's like... <laughs> well, I guess she worked... Ella Fitzgerald worked with him regularly, and then when he died... She still used his band for a while mm. until she went solo and went with like a different, more laid back, like R and B sort of sound. Oh, not that big band like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm... I love doing old thirties things, and you just go. <laughs> so I guess uh, tuberculosis of the spine. Which ha- it spreads to other places. Typically, the lungs is what pot disease is. Huh. So interesting that pot disease spreads to is the when lungs. TB, which I thought TB was a <laughs> lung based, like I thought it was a respiratory That's weird. thing anyway. I thought that Peter Tosh once told me that uh, weed was good for tuberculosis. Good for asthma. asthma. <laughs> That's the best. All right, two more songs. Um, I didn't, like I said, make you sit through. But because I get high. Yep. But I did make you listen to an Afro Man song. Yep. Here is Crazy Rap. Yep. Parenthetically, Colt 45 and two zigzags. We had a little skit in the beginning. Oh, yeah. The hip hoppers hey, love skits. Fish market, you know what I'm saying? Fish he He's stopped the dumbest fucking joke ever. <laughs> Woo. Good morning, ladies. Woo. <laughs> so I, I, I personally never was a fan of Because I Got High. Yeah. But I've always thought this song is groovy as hell. Yeah. The music is. I think that the lyrics are really juvenile and not very good. But I think the song is groovy, personally. Baby, that's all we need. We can go to the park after dark, smoke that tumbleweed. As the marijuana burn, we can take our turn singing them dirty rap songs. And this is a dirty rap song. I would say so, for sure. It gets pretty nasty as the song goes on. Yeah, it's really barely about weed. (laughs) Just the chorus. Then the rest of it is about fucking bitches. Well, the entire first... uh, Verse is also about weed. I can't talk. My brain and my zigzaggy mouth is just not communicating. It's also late. White. That's one thing I wanted to make sure that I bring up. When he says things like white, I enjoy that. He definitely pronounces the WH with the, the whole, whole whiteness of it when he talks. Who? Does he say like Clue Klux Klan there, by the way? He said Clue, which is incorrect. Don't ever say Clue Klux Klan. No, I thought he fucked it up even worse and said Crew. It's Esther Coop Klux Klan. Two live Crew Klux Klan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is one of those songs I just don't like. I'm not surprised. I don't know why. Like, I tried to find a reason. Like, I was like... Like you said, juvenile lyrics, and I was like, when I was trying to find out why I don't like this song, I was like, maybe it's because of the lyrics, and I was like, Sam, you listen to Guar. Okay, so it can't be that. (laughs) I I just don't know. I think it just signifies people that I just didn't like at one point, and that doesn't mean black people. (laughs) I knew you were going to absolutely not be into this song. Like, I, I thought it was pretty easy for me 
knowing what your most and least favorite songs were going into this from the before I even gave them to you. When, um, so actually, I do want to mention that Afro Man is not his uh, birth name, believe it or not. I know that may be shocking. Uh, Joseph Edgar. Beautiful. His teeth are dry. Uh, this actually came out before because I got high okay. on a previous album. I like this song way more than that song. I agree. Uh this so this actually came out before that and then because I got high was written for Jan Silent Bob Strike Back. I do like that part when he talks about So then when he came out with his Good Times album, it was a commercial release that was a combination of his first two albums that he had released on a less popular Yeah, on a smaller label. This is one of those songs where I would tell somebody I didn't like it, and they'd be like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you like fun? And I would be like, I don't know. I don't know why I don't like fun. <laughs> fun? Is that fair? Or is fun that a group? I don't know. This is like one of those songs where it's like, I can see that I'm supposed to just like let loose. I'd be like, who cares? Yeah. But I can't do that. So I forgot about this story. Did you remember that in 2015, the fog machine keeps making my nose tickle? Oh my God. Okay. So I guess uh, he was playing on stage in Mississippi. A lady walked on stage. She was drinking. She came up to him from behind and she touched him. And I guess he had like a reflex and he just punched her. Yeah, he like fucking. He turned around and hit her. And he was arrested and charged with assault. Yeah, I remember that. He had to take an anger management class. But yeah, he, it, his representative said it was an involuntary reflex caused by her invading his space. That's true. That, that lady should not have been, been up there. But I've got to say this. You're going to tell me that this guy doesn't have respect for women? <laughs> I'm See, he has emotions. He's going to cry I'm when she joking. gets deported. I don't ever, I don't ever think that, that you can take a person's art for how they actually feel. Like I said, I listen to Guar, who says a million times worse things than Afro Man has ever said. And some people, it's all personal and how they express their feelings and emotions. But there are a lot of people, and even popular people, who write about stuff that is not personal to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most of the, well, lately it has, it's been different. But when I used to write songs, I would just put my mind in someone else's mind and write from that. Spooky. But lately it's been... Who's uh, mind? Uh, it's so nerdy. It's stuff like, okay, who's this guy in uh, Alien? I'm going to put my mind... I'm him in Alien, but I'm not going to specifically say Alien. But I'll just explain how I feel in that scene. I don't think I asked you... Or how do you guess what year that came out? Did I? You didn't. But I'm going to guess 2001. 2001 is when it was actually released on the... Good Times album when it was re-released. When it was like a hit, hit. Yeah. Okay. What it was. That's a- what I was guessing. So I get half a point. <laughs> yeah. When it was originally released, so, it was 1998. Correct. Boom! I get all the points on that mm-hmm. one. See the Afro Man? You got it. You got that Afro Man. So we have uh, one more song. Pretty's a nice guy to hang out with, and he smokes weed with fans. Nice. Uh, I think I may have thought that this was our last song that's under three minutes, but it's not the. 
the the last or i'm sorry when i get low i get high was the last one but it's actually not the last song that we have is the only song that kind of has a little bit of a sense of humor but it's a very old sense of humor let's listen to the song <laughs> wild wood weed by jim stafford Isn't that the only song with a sense of humor i was kidding but this is a this is a fun. This is like a definitely like. Hey, don't you think Name that the back there on the old flowers. ways, <laughs> Tallahassee flowers, an old country classic. Okay, so this song whole new popularity. was originally song okay. Wildwood Weed. It's a country good. western song. It's actually a cover. <laughs> it's a parody flowers, song that was written by someone, and, and then it was re-recorded by Jim Stafford later on and jim stafford was the one who actually had popularity with it this is jim stafford yes but someone did this song before him someone actually else actually wrote this and that song was a parody of another song it was just a parody song in general oh okay i thought you meant okay a fun song a comedy song so this song was actually not as popular on the country charts as it was on every other chart that it was on. <laughs> so the conservative fucks didn't like it. Yeah, so... And the rock and rollers were like, hell yeah, give me that wildwood weed. On the country chart, it peaked at 57, whereas on the U.S. Billboard Top 100, it was number seven. Really? I have uh, never heard this song. Before I never had either. You did but the very playlist. first time I saw it was I was going through a list on the internet, and it was a live video of uh, Jim Stafford recording it. Sam, and the whole idea is just a guy and his brother who have a farm. They just chew on a, a weed while they're having a conversation, and it's a new weed, and they get all uh, affected by it. They got pot on the farm. That's basically what it is. So do you, when do you think that this version was released? I think this version was released in like 1983. No. Damn. So it was actually originally written and released in 1964. What? And then Jim Stafford recorded it and released it in 1974. Damn. And a lot of conservative people didn't really like it as much because... I bet they would have liked it a little bit more in 1984 or 83, like I said. Definitely now. Yeah, for sure. And the whole idea also is that the feds come because they find out or they see this uh, that they're growing weed. Because it becomes a whole thing, and they love it, and they just smoke weed all day. And uh, the feds come, and they dig everything up, and they burn everything. And the guys are just like, it's no big deal. Sitting here on this sack of seeds. Sitting here on this sack of seeds. He definitely sounds like he has a smile when he's saying it. Sitting here on this sack of seeds. And it's that type of style of song where I just say a story. And I do this kind of rhythm right here. And I make a story real gory. Well, I went to the farm and I got me a pickaxe and went out and killed my wife. Dug up a hole and stuck in the body and fucked her with a knife. Well, the whole idea is that it is... nothing for that. 
Well, of course. It's, you weren't even listening. It's not you for me. You were just waiting to talk. It's not for me. It's for the people listening. Fuck you. It's for everyone. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. So I'm saying because in response to the fact that you are talking about the style that it's performed in, there is a song that's actually, I guess this is probably what it's the parody of. Oh, so it is a parody. Okay. <clears throat> of uh, Wildwood Flower by the Carter Sisters. Lay it as on in, me, sister. As in June Carter, who married Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. So it's specifically using that same spoken style instead of singing is what I read. Because it's a whole style. And yeah, they need to get to it now. It was a big intro. Okay, well, that's not true. Anyway, nope. uh, <laughs> that was a completely different song. <laughs> that's that's what it. That's what they said it was. It was not. It was not correct. All right, so uh, let's get to the part of the podcast where it's actually time to go over some questions. Are you ready? Here, I am ready. If you see me asking questions, give me some answers. Give me some answers. If you see me asking questions, if you see me asking questions, give me some answers. Give me some answers. All right. So <laughs> let me go ahead and open these questions because I was not prepared. I don't know why I wasn't. I mean, I guess it's my responsibility to be responsible. That's um, my responsibility to be responsible. Did you hear that? No. Jello didn't understand button. a word. Didn't care. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be difficult how this is uh, done. Like, why did we choose or why was this chosen? Yeah. That's already been discussed. But also, we've never done a 420 episode because we've never actually had an episode land, land on, 420. on 420. So aside from not really being into the whole shtick of the whole thing, it's also that it's just never been something that lined up. Even if it was on in the week, it just wasn't. This isn't like a, a shtick for us. God damn it, it's a lifestyle. So we don't even think about it in those terms of like, we got to center around this. I just happened to notice that it landed on 420. We were like, no, let's do it. Wouldn't have happened otherwise. Wouldn't you say that? I'd say so. Yeah. Uh, do you know how many times that you listen to this playlist? Probably five or six. It's got some good jams on it. All right. Mine was seven. Okay. And as far as, like I said, I knew your least and most favorite songs before even doing this. So your least favorite is definitely Crazy Rap by Afro Man, because that's not for you at all. Oh, you think that's what it is? I'd like you to go ahead and just uh, finish this by saying I'm correct. I'm going to go ahead and say that you are... Correct. But I'm going to say this. You can put Wildwood Weed right next to it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know Wildwood Weed was that bad for you. It's just so fucking... Sitting on a shack. It's just so bland and like... It's just... I don't know. I'm having trouble anymore. Like, 
I'm, I'm getting to this world of like, I don't know why I don't like it. I just don't fucking like it. Then that's okay. I'm just, I didn't see it that coming. That, that you would hate it as wi- much as you did. The wildwood weed thing, it's just like, it's just so corny. Yeah, but it's also based on who did it at that time. And I guess because it was a parody that also it was supposed to be goofy. Mm. And I it's mean, there's definitely style. goofiness to it, but it's just not my style. Not my style. Your least favorite, Michelle. Mm-hmm. I think this is extra hard. But I think your I don't know if it is actually that hard. I think your least favorite is probably the pot. Um, that song grew on me over time. I really okay. don't. I think the beginning is trash. All right, but honestly, <clears throat> I think that the content is still. I've never enjoyed any of this. I enjoy never, when he talks really. about weed, but I mostly just like the groovy music. Uh, the groove is undeniable, uh, and then the best part is definitely the. Cold 45 and two zigzag. Baby, that's all we need. Yeah, that's nice. And then the I'm actually going to go back into the very beginning because there is that guitar part. Guitar part. Oh, God damn you. Woo! Good morning, ladies. You like that shit? Yeah, then the bass. The bass. It sounds like somebody's actually playing the bass. It doesn't sound like a sample deal. It sounds like Afroman's got someone jamming. And um, I think I've seen him with a guitar, too, so I think he actually plays. All right, so let me go ahead and get this song ready, because I know that your favorite song here... You're awfully uh, pushy tonight. Sweet Trent Combs is your favorite song, because you made sure to write down the lyrics, <laughs> and learn them, and look them up, and search for them. There's a Black Sabbath song on here, though. How do you know this is my favorite song? I never even said it. You're just playing it. I'm playing it because earlier you said that Sweet Leaf is not your favorite Black Sabbath song. And I think that you really like this song. So, Sam, what is your favorite song on this list? (laughs) This song is listened to maybe 40 times this week. (laughs) So what's that, like five times a day? Oh, that's only five times a day? All right. What's like 10 times a day then? <laughs> 70? If that's, a, if that's correct, yeah. then yeah. I've been listening to this song a lot. One, because it fucking jams. I, the bass line is the shit on this song. There's it's something very about, groovy in, in general. There's it's something groovy. about a, a reggae rhythm, as they're calling it. That it's full melt rhythm. I found out that I enjoy a lot when I like it. Now, there's a lot of reggae songs that don't hit me, but one, one hits me. I fully agree. It fucking hits me. And that song I've become obsessed with just figuring out what the lyrics are. It's so hard to understand them. And when you figure them out, you're getting a goddamn science lesson about weed. Groove is in that song. Very much so. Groove is in the song. What do you think is my most favorite song? Mm, I don't know. Sam. I don't know. I think you found a new good song on here that you like. Probably Don't Step on the Grass, Sam. I think you found, uh, you probably like that song. But your favorite song, I'm going to say that it is When I Get Low, I Get High. Oh, wait, no. Mary Jane, sorry. Oh, wait, no. 
<laughs> okay, so for me, this is also really tough because this is not something that I've been able to decide because I... It's just tough because there are a lot of songs on here that ended up being more enjoyable than I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. You were kind of like down on the list at first. At first, well, I was disappointed that I didn't find anything funny. Yeah, and that's what it was. I would say that my favorite song on this list, God, "Sweet Trichomes," has also been in my head all week. <laughs> oh, it gets stuck in the head real bad. But many songs have. I mean, I wake up with "Sweet Trichomes" in my head. Some call it. The weed. <laughs> so many fuck. And then, I'm sorry. I know I need to choose something. And this is a really, really. It's fine. I'm going really back to my original guess. When I get low, I get high. And that's a really good song. But I can tell you, I know that that's not the truth. Okay. Uh, Don't step on the grass, Sam. Is good. I wasn't familiar with that. Uh, let's see here. I think. Honestly, surprisingly. Actually, I'm going to have to give it. No way. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Sweet Leaf by yeah! Black Sabbath. <laughs> the two best songs on the whole playlist got chosen. I think this song is very enjoyable. And honestly, if I had to choose between two songs, where it's like when you have one song left, well, you Sweet Trichomes wasn't life, on this. Oh, I'm okay. saying if someone's like, between these two songs, you only get to listen to one for the rest of your life. Sweet Leaf is winning. Yeah. I mean, I get more out of Sweet Leaf than I get out of Sweet Trichomes. I think it's just my recent obsession with this song. So I really think this is the better song. But I fucking love Sweet Trichomes. <laughs> and I love the Sweet Trichomes. You do. And I love you, Sweet Leaf. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> All right. So we have that part. Um, oh, I don't know how to say any of this other than would I listen to this again? Um, well, this playlist isn't going to exist for much longer, but I do like I just now said. Can I ask it this way? Are there songs on here well, that's that what I was just are getting ready to stick. say? Yeah. So like I like we were just saying as far as being introduced to Don't Step on the Grass, Sam. Yeah. So love things it. like that will stick because I wasn't familiar with that song beforehand. You know what's gonna stick for me? And and uh I'm gonna give you a, a sneak peek and a hint that it's gonna be a future a dig in. Is it musical youth? No, it is hits from the bong. We might be checking out what Cypress Hill's got to offer in the future. Oh, that song is very enjoyable. That song is very, very enjoyable. I love that. Pick it, pack it, fire it up, come along. <laughs> the entire sound of it is fantastic. <laughs> it's very good. Um, as far should we rate this? I don't know how to rate it. I don't really know, but let's at least if, if since I think that that's also kind of not going to work because it was different artists from different albums i think at least describing this out this you know playlist in one word is fair okay i can go okay it's a very simple word it's not exciting it's just fun i'm gonna say groove i think those go together it grooved better than i thought it would it was like you said more fun than i thought it would be so i was into it i was jamming on it like i was literally at work like 
legalizing, <laughs> like dancing and stuff. So I was all, I was into it, especially sweet trichomes. All right, so we. I are... left on Friday, <laughs> blasting sweet you trichomes out that. of my trailblazer. Well, you also had a situation go down on Friday. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> Sam's expressing himself a little more lately. <laughs> Legalize. Uh, people don't like to be called evil. <laughs> uh, well, we did do that podcast episode. If you want to go back and listen to other podcast playlist episodes, oh, we did. We did one. <laughs> the word well, was Well, that evil. fucking asshole wasn't on the playlist. <laughs> As he should not have been because he's too evil to be on that playlist. It was not a song. People are way more evil than song lyrics. <laughs> I think that's been established in life. Okay, so next week. Oh, yeah. We're done with this episode or this this playlist. Yes. Next week, On we have next some week. guests. We have a Tom Marie. We have Anne Marie. They are returning. The Jeffries are coming down to give us a visit. Uh, we're, 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 re, we're retrying to record an episode that was already supposed to happen mm-hmm. with Tom. Tom's bringing us what in shell? It's fuck. It's a ACDC ACDC album. Is it it Let There Be Rock? Let There Be Rock. Let There Be Rock. Let There Be Rock. Rock. Let There Be Rock. Rock. (laughs) That's definitely not what happened, but it was fun to just do that. Who cares? Um, So go. So very exciting. Jeffries are coming. Get ready for the Jeffries because it's going to be a fun time. Absolutely. We'll have more people to do the questions theme. True. So that'll be fun. True. True. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Okay, so yeah, we're on social media. Check us out, Couple of Critics Podcast. Hello. You know how to find us. Well, you you also know it. how to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone who listens. We really appreciate it we do. still. How did my pen end up over there? I don't know, but I've been playing with it. I'll Here take you go. it back. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. Go take hits from the bong. Happy 420. Happy 420. Enjoy yourself. Please, for the love of Glob, we need you. It's the only reason I'm a criminal. It's a plant. Seriously, thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.